Hell, my name's Sean Dietrich, coming to you live on a Friday night from the sleepy heart of northwest Florida. This episode brought to you by Case Knives, a tradition in my family dating back to my granddaddy, who once said the best cure for idle hands was to build something. So keep your hands sharp with a Case Knife. It's kind of tough to play the guitar and talk at the same time, but I'm doing my best at it. theme song. There's a radio in the kitchen on a sleepy Friday night. Daddy is sitting on the porch And Mama's at the oven Picking apple pie Oh, for them old folks at home All oh, this great big world is sad And dreary everywhere I roam Oh, brother, how my heart weary oh, for them old folks at home pick it Sean Childhood station I garnered back with my old folks at home. Oh, this world is sad and dreary everywhere I roam. Oh, brother, how my heart grows weary for them old folks at home. It's a work of art Oh, with the old folks Oh, with the old folks Oh, with the old folks at home <laughs> Well, here I am Here I am uh, With this this uh, guitar I've recorded a podcast with this guitar before And, uh, uh, well... People seem to like it. I've been playing guitar for a long time. As you can tell, I ain't too good at it. Uh, but one of my favorites uh, of all time guitar players was not a spectacular guitarist. He was just good. And I like good. I don't enjoy uh, 
I don't enjoy things that are spectacular. I think I like mediocre things the best because they're just more real. And I like real things. Uh, I happen to be one. <laughs> well, uh, Mississippi John Hurt is who I'm talking about. And I really enjoyed his music. He played very melodic, very melodic music, even though it's considered blues. Uh, he's from Avalon, Mississippi. Teeny tiny fleck of ketchup stain on the map place. Uh, old man, when they found him, he had made a record, I believe, in 1928, just playing him with his old little uh, old guitar, a lot like this parlor guitar I'm playing right here. He's a young man, and they published it. Did really well, like the blues albums of the day, Blind Lemon, Jefferson, and Blind Willie, Robert Johnson, all around that same era, 1928, Blind Willie McTale. And so there was Mississippi John Hurt recording his version of the blues. Only he wasn't talking about, you know, women leaving you and, and uh, you know, shooting your dog and turning your truck over on the interstate and all that. I mean, he did have songs like that, but mostly he was singing melodic songs, pretty songs. He has a whole uh, collection of hymns. Love the way he played and sang the hymns. And he played the guitar in a very unique way with them old fingers. Uh he, just, he kept this steady rhythm going, like that. And then he took the melody. That right there is being played with the thumb. And he'd take the melody and he'd play it with his finger. Probably, I think I've seen uh, various videos, he played it with just his index finger. But I play with my index and my ring finger. See how it makes it kind of complex? Well, he did that all the time, and he played all sorts of things like, uh, yeah, you can tell. Um, I think what I liked about him most is he never tried to dazzle you with nothing, didn't try to oversing nothing, didn't try to uh, overplay nothing, but because he couldn't, and so I guess I have that in common with him sometimes he just plumb forget the words and he just keep playing and it was just soft and gentle music bring a tear to a glass eye and if it don't light your fire your wood's wet well they rediscovered him when he was much older rediscovered him in the little town of avalon and they made a star out of him in the 60s when the folk music revival took place and i there's nobody who deserves notoriety than somebody who has gotten over the ambition of childhood and young man syndrome and he was that man, and so he was just a lovable old African-American man with leathery skin that looked like tissue paper. And he'd get up there and he'd sit down and he'd play the guitar. In the era of of the acid-tripping, hair-rock, 1960s bands who were flailing around on stage and playing the guitars with their teeth, there was him, Mississippi John Hurt, quiet, playing songs like Do Lord, which I'm going to play for you here.
Jesus as my Savior, you take him too. Well, I took Jesus as my Savior, you take him too. I took Jesus as my Savior, you take him too. Way beyond the blue. I'm dressed in red, the blood of the Lord. I'm dressed in red, the blood of the Lord. I'm dressed in red, the blood of the Lord. They killed the Lamb of God. And I'm dressed in white, like Jesus is too. I'm dressed in white, like Jesus is too. I'm dressed in white like Jesus is too We're beyond the blue This song dates all the way back, they say, to 1860, when someone heard the African-American slaves out in the field singing this song. A lot of people credit the same author of Battle Hymn of the Republic as uh, creating the words, but there's a lot of debate over that because this song can be found in all sorts of amalgamations throughout the American South. You might recognize it. It goes by many different names. One of the names is Beulah Land. Uh, got a few different words, it goes like this. Fathers in Beulah Land, I want to go to. Fathers in Beulah Land, I want to go to. Fathers in Beulah Land, I want to go to. We're beyond blue. Another very popular version I know you know is this one here. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. That's what happens to these old songs that are transmitted simply by oration and by singing. A lot of people that I have met who are in their late 90s and late 80s who have spent time working in the fields picking various things like peanuts and peas and cotton. Remember hearing this song being sung by the people in the field of all colors. There's something beautiful about that to me. I took Jesus as my Savior, you take him too. Well, I took the Lord as my Savior, you take him too. I took Jesus as my Savior, you take him too. We're beyond blue. When I am dying, oh, do remember me. When I am dying, do remember me. When I am dying, oh, do remember me. Way beyond the blue mm. Well, I do love that one. I love Mississippi John Hurt so much that when I was in Mississippi uh, doing a bunch of shows before the coronavirus hit and everything was canceled, uh, we were doing a tour through Mississippi uh, we stopped. We, we went out of our way after we were visited Greenwood. I went to Robert Johnson's grave to pay respect to him, though uh, I don't play like him, as you can tell. I've always respected his guitar playing. Uh, he was a virtual nobody. He had these few records cut in Texas 
when he was a young man, and nobody knew who he was. Of course, then he was rediscovered uh, much later on during the folk music revival, like a lot of the blues giants, and he was regarded as a a innovator of the blues. Well, in reality, he wasn't. He was just uh, he was just spouting off all the things he learned around rural Mississippi. And he was uh, just playing the things that the other blues men and the juke joints would play. There was a whole community playing this style and, and sort of music, only he just happened to do it really well, and he was discovered. But think of all the men, the young men, the old men, who never did get discovered from 1910 to 1920 to 1930, who never got a record cut or nothing, but just played in the back halls and the churches of rural Mississippi, rural Georgia, rural Alabama. Uh, this music, uh, Blind uh, Blind Willie McTell, I believe, uh, was from Florida. And so he was playing this same style of blues in Florida. He played a song like this. Uh, these are some of the same chords he used, and that's in his music, but this is not one of his songs. But this is a song I happen to write, <laughs> if you want to call it that, uh, based on his stuff. fingers don't work so good you have to uh, pardon me I, like i said i'm not that not the greatest but uh, i love the blues i love the blues because they influenced uh, everything that came after them you know here was this music that started in the center of the south by people who were kind of overlooked and marginalized and this music kind of crept around like the bangkok flu spreading from person to person you know you can't hear things like this and not just get a little bit you know tap your foot and get a little excited about it and soon enough it was creeping into church boy howdy <laughs> you walk into church and you start hearing blues chord changes then again maybe it was church music that was creeping into the blues we don't know the historians can't figure out what came first well who cares uh, here's one that i like the yeah, church tune Thank you. 
I got shoes. You got shoes. All God's children got shoes. When I get to heaven, gonna put on my robe and walk all over God's heaven. 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 When I get to heaven, gonna put on my robe and walk all over God's heaven. Got a crown, oh God's children got a crown. When I get to heaven, gonna put on my crown and strut all over God's heaven, heaven, heaven. When I get to heaven, gonna put on my crown. All over God's heaven. When I get to heaven, gonna put on that robe and march around God's heaven, heaven, heaven. When I get to heaven, gonna put on my robe and march all over God's heaven. Smile, all God's children got smiles. When I get to heaven, gonna put on my smile and march all over God's heaven, heaven, heaven. When I get to heaven, gonna put on my smile and march all over God's heaven. played that one on the guitar before but i do love that song i love a lot of songs obviously if you've been listening to this podcast at all first of all you have my sincerest apologies for the boredom it has inflicted upon your life second of all you know that i like a big variety of music nothing dates back earlier than this song here i'm about to play for you i can remember my mother used to work in the hospital she went and got her college degree when she was in her uh, mid and late 20s my father encouraged her to do that. He was a steel-working, blue-collar man. And she worked in a nursing home at the time. And she expressed interest in working in the field of medicine. Uh, well, she needed to have her degree first. And my father didn't have a degree. He'd dropped out. Uh, he'd finished high school, but he dropped out of, of his first semester of college and never went back. He worked on steel. He was a stick welder. He came home every day, his life covered in soot. Uh, wearing denim and boots. Well, he worked double time to help put her through college, and so did she. And she went through college. She landed a job uh, working medicine, and that was what she did for a long time until my father died. She was a registered respiratory therapist. 
And I was uh, real good at saying that when I was a kid. People asked me what my mother did, and I said it with a point of pride. She was the only college graduate in our family. Uh, she was a respiratory therapist, registered respiratory therapist. I can say it real fast. But my father and I would go to the hospital to eat supper with her because my father worked a lot, and she worked a lot just to make ends meet. And we would go to this, this hospital, and there was this atrium. And I was just a kid. This atrium right in the center of the hospital had all these trees and plants in it, and it was surrounded by uh, brick walls, and these walls had windows in them to everybody's rooms, and people were looking through their windows. God knows what they were in there for. My father and I would sit in these wrought iron chairs that were out there where medical personnel could take their lunch breaks, and we'd sit there, and we'd look up at this little tiny postage stamp-sized patch of blue sky, and we would sing because our voices would reverb across those brick walls, bouncing back and forth, and sounded beautiful. You know, you could sound like a dog, but singing those brick walls, and it sounded pretty good. And people would open up their windows, uh, and they'd lean out, lean their heads out. You could see they were in their hospital gowns. A lot of them had white hair. And we wouldn't stop. We'd just sing all the louder. And my father and I had worked up little duets, just, you know, duets. No instruments, two voices, a little kid and his daddy waiting on my mother to clock out for lunch, well, which was really supper for us. And we would eat around, you know, 4.30 or 5, and then she would be done after we ate at the cafeteria, and she'd go back to work. Well, before supper, almost every night there, we would sing, and we'd sing this song. Well, I looked over mountain, and what did I see? Coming forward to carry me home. A band of angels coming after me, coming forward to carry me home. Swing low, sweet chariot, coming forward to carry me home. Swing along, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. Well, sometimes I'm up and sometimes I'm down. Coming for to carry me home But still my soul is heavenly bound Coming for to carry me home Swing low, sweet chariot Coming for to carry me home Swing low, sweet chariot Coming for to carry me home Before I do, coming for to carry me home. Just tell my mom and sister I'm a coming to, coming for to carry me home. Swing home, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. Swing home, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. Swing. ever but somewhere above the clouds hopefully old daddy's listening maybe he was singing along i like the words of that song another very very old old song 
uh, just like the one I'm about to play here. speaking of my old father my old father loved one thing probably more than most of the others it was the one thing that many his generation loved it was something that you could do no matter what your age was you could do it and share it with the young and the old females males children elderly people housewives steel workers farmers they all loved it my father came from a little town little tiny town of about six people. <laughs> it had a little more than that, but not many. It was a town so small they had to nail the city limits signs both on the same post. A town so small that the parade has to go around the town square at least ten times just to give you a good five minutes. A little bitty town, founded mostly Germans. A town that boasts something on the sign when you run into the town. 
a town with a painted billboard that doesn't say welcome, doesn't say thanks for visiting, doesn't say known for our, you know, Isaiahs or Magnolias. It's got two pictures on the sign. Two pictures. Ernie Sweat and Walter Perry Johnson, baseball players. Ernie Sweat, star of the Negro Leagues, one of the greatest ball players of all time. And Walter Perry Johnson, one of the greatest sidearm pitchers of all time from the early 19th, from the early 1900s. Said so by Ty Cobb. It's not something I'm just making up. Said so. Both from this tiny, tiny little town called Humboldt. It's a town with a little tavern that's about the size of a water heater closet downtown with glowing beer signs on it. And mostly empty storefronts, but a little cafe, little tiny police station. They have a parade that goes around town uh, every year, and it's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's called the Bibliesta. They got all these people dressed up, standing on floats, Bible-themed floats that are decorated. And it's one of the world's largest Bible parades. And there's a 40-foot long float on a flatbed trailer, paper mache uh, interpretation of the whale that killed Jonah, or swallowed Jonah, not killed. Uh, and Jonah's live legs are, are dangling out his mouth. I, I just, you know, I love that. They have gospel quartets and outdoor preachers <laughs> and music. Well, this town, aside from Bible stuff, is big on baseball. Now, my father was big on baseball. The day that my father died, he took his own life. The day he died was the day that the commissioner of baseball got onto the television set. And I'm talking minutes after my father passed. Minutes after my father passed. The commissioner of baseball said that there would be no World Series this year. It was like the end of the world. I mean, it was like someone had said, Santa Claus has died. And there will be no presents this year. And the Easter Bunny has, has jumped off a cliff. It was the weirdest sensation. No World Series. What? We'd always had a World Series. Always. There was only one other time in history that had been canceled. And that was 100 years earlier in 1904. No World Series. And it was canceled. It was the blackest year ever because the oldest institution in my entire life, the most important institution in the men's lives in my family, had been canceled just like it was some Broadway show instead of one of the most cherished things in my male heritage. Now, you might think it's stupid, and it probably is. But I can remember the golden evenings watching my father shirtless in the dusk with other shirtless men playing against men in their white undershirts. They called this shirts against skins. Middle-aged men, not built very nicely, with a little bit of fly around the midsection, and their jeans kind of barely holding up with that thin little sliver of leather belt that they'd owned since they were 14 years old that needed to be retired. And my father standing on the mound, skinny and scrawny and pale white, like a redhead ought to be, in the dusk, winding up, kicking up his six-four leg and then hiking out his foot and then pitching around his foot and then pausing between strikes to lean down and pick up a bear and take a pull on the long neck bottle. He used to take me to parks. It was our thing. In the 60s, the Milwaukee Braves relocated to Atlanta and the South had its first good baseball team. Hammering Hank Aaron set the world on fire. I'm a Braves fan through and through. Right now, I'm wearing a Atlanta Braves hat. My wife and I had season tickets, or not season tickets, I'm sorry. God, I wish we had season tickets. We had opening day tickets at Truist Park, which used to be SunTrust Park. I have memories of going to Fulton County Stadium. I have memories of going to Turner Field. I know the, the like many of you out there listening right now, I know the sheer loyalty that a losing team earns you. A lot of people think winning teams have the most loyal fans. It's not true. It's the losing teams that have the loyal fans. Nothing will build loyalty like a losing team. We had never known victory. Never known victory. 
<laughs> until we had Maddox and Smoltz. Oh man, Chipper Jones. I'm, I'm just getting lost in nostalgia. I can't remember what I was talking about. Well, this year, now that the coronavirus epidemic has swept upon us, it just seems so odd that baseball's canceled. Here we are, end of May, it's the end of Memorial Day weekend, and ain't no baseball. It just don't feel right. Well, here's an old song, and I'm going to play it uh, in honor of everybody who's missing baseball. And if anybody out there listening to this feels the same way I do, I'm just going to vocalize it. Chop on. Go Braves. Life is sad and dreary and summer is moving slow. And though the sun is shining, ain't nowhere to go. We used to go to places and listen to the crowds. We'd watch Freddie Freeman run the bases. And we'd get a little loud. Mm. The beer was cold and the hot dogs were hot. And just when you were tired, a big foul ball was getting caught. There is nothing better than sitting in the stands And standing in the seventh inning stretch To sing along with that big old brass band Who plays Take me out to the ball game Take me out to the crowd Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks I don't care if I ever get back So it's root, root, root for the home team If they don't win it's a shame For it's one, two, three strikes You're out at the old ball game time for a few more why not getting kind of sweaty in here can't run the air conditioner when we're recording because all you'd hear is a big old hum so what you got is uh mr sean with these sticky fingers uh, when i started this this uh episode everything was going great and now they're all sticky and i can't move around the guitar and so now i can use that as an excuse for my pathetic plan this episode brought to you by midnight shift coffee midnight shift coffee the official coffee of the pensacola police department a buck from every bag goes to support the rally foundation which fights childhood and pediatric cancer visit midnightshiftcoffee.com also by visit north alabama or hashtag visit north al visit the 16 north alabama counties and make the state what it is which resides just above florida also, by Folklore Brewing and Meadery, quite literally the best brew in Alabama, and they got the awards to prove it. Visit FolkloreBrewingAndMeadery.com.
cliff for me Let me hide myself in thee Let the water and the blood From thy wounded side which flow Be your sin the double cure Save from wrath and make me pure For sin could not atone Thou must save And I'm alone While I draw This fleeting breath When my eyes Shall close in death The rock of ages Clear for me Let me hide Myself in thee Lord, be of sin the double cure. Save from wrath and make me pure. Rock of ages. Well, my granny used to love music more than anybody else in the family. <laughs> uh, my grandfather was a multi-talented musician, played all sorts of instruments, guitar, piano, accordion. Uh, mandolin, played mandolin after he got wounded in you know, World War II and on R&R &R in Italy. He picked up the mandolin over there and started learning how to play hillbilly songs like Turkey in the Straw and old, old songs. And then he started learning how to play Italian music like Oh Solo Mio and Volare, things like that, um, which he could also play on the accordion. Italian music was big back then. Well... I learned a lot of my musical appreciation from my granny who would sit and watch him play. She always gave him an audience. Everybody gave him an audience when he'd play. And he had a little little audience that he just milked. <laughs> and I loved to watch him play. This song, I can remember hearing Bing Crosby sing on an album my granny had. And she got my granddaddy to learn it. And so he did. And he didn't play it too hot at first, but he kept working on it. Uh, <laughs> he didn't sound like old Bing. He sounded more like... Uh, like John Wayne singing with a chest cold. <laughs> I'll call that my drunk guitar. That's what happens when my guitar starts drinking moonshine. It happens every Especially that moonshine you eat up there in the Carolinas. <laughs> Took a long time to learn how to do this. I gotta really use some hand strength, and especially my pinky, bending these strings. finer than to be in Carolina in the morning nothing could be sweeter than my sweetie when I greet it <laughs> in the morning well 
morning glories Oh, twirl around my door Whispering pretty stories I long to hear once more Nothing could be sweeter than my sweetie When I meet her in the morning Where the butterflies all flutter up Just to kiss each little bitty buttercup <laughs> Dawning If I had Aladdin's lamp for a day I'd make a wish And here's what I'd say Nothing could be finer than to be in Carolina in the morning Nothing could be finer than to be in Carolina in the morning. Nothing could be sweeter than my sweet when I meet her in the morning. Where the morning glories twirl around my door, whispering pretty stories I long to hear once more. Whirling with my girly when the dew is pearly early in the morning Where the butterflies flutter up just to kiss each buttercup at dawning If I had a light as lamp for a day I'd make me wish and here's what I'd say Nothing could be finer than to be in Carolina in the morning Said nothing could be finer And to be in Carolina in the morning <laughs> Lord, someone get that guitar a cup of coffee Well, it certainly has been a pleasure coming to you uh, I got one final tune to play for you here Because we're running out of time uh, I didn't expect to be this long Uh, this tune I play just about all the time it seems like and uh, there ain't much to it obviously uh, because once you hear it you'll be kind of like uh, really again he plays it all the time Carter family sang this song it dates back to the 1800s even before the Carter family was doing their thing strolling around Virginia and the southeast playing gospel music and old time folk traditional music before Bluegrass was really a thing. Back then it was just called hillbilly music. This song was kind of their, their signature song. I like it because it says exactly what I need to hear during this phase of life, which is there's a dark part of life, real dark, but there's a bright and a sunny side too. And even though you meet with what feels like darkness and strife, the sunny side also you may view. I don't think I can say it any better than that. sunny side of life 
It will help us every day. It will brighten all our ways if we keep on the sunny side of life. Let us greet with a song of hope each day. Though the moments be cloudy or fair, let us trust in our Savior always. The sun again will shine bright and clear. Every day it will brighten all our ways if you keep on that sunny side alive. Trust in our Savior always. The sun again's gonna shine bright and fair. Keep on the sunny side. Keep on that sunny side alive. It'll help us every day. We'll brighten all our ways if we keep. On that sunny side of life. Sing it one more time. If you ain't in your minivan, sit and listen to your phone or God knows where else you are listening to this terrible show. You have terrible taste in podcasts, but I want to thank you for it. Sing it with me. Keep on the sunny side. It'll make you feel better. Keep on the sunny side. Always on the sunny side. Keep on the sunny side of life. I think you're getting it. I think you're getting it. It'll help us every day. It will brighten all our ways if we keep on that sunny side. I think you need to sing it one more time. One more time. I think you'll get it. Keep on. Let me hear you. Oh, yeah. That's real good. That's real good. You sound great. Keep on the sunny side of life. You should do this more often. It'll help us every day, brighten all our ways. If you keep on the sunny side, keep on that sunny side. No matter what happens, keep on that sunny side of life. Have a great week.